Dolphin Wealth Management, Inc. and Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. The Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, also known as the CARES Act, has some parts that impact our retirement system in a major way. And in today's show, we're going to discuss the main implications toward our retirement system, including changes to the required minimum distributions, the removal of early withdrawal penalties, and also the taxation of distributions has changed during this crisis. But the big question is, is there a way to financially benefit from these changes in the CARES Act? This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me, and far away actually, is Tony Shore (laughs) recording our podcast this week from our own respective homes. And today, Tony, we're talking about the CARES Act. And I'm sure you've heard a lot about this. I have. Well, basically, to to define that, what you're talking about is that $2 trillion uh, relief package or... or, um, you know, relief bill, I guess you should mm-hmm. call it aid mm-hmm. for to help businesses and individuals deal with the economic turmoil caused by COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Right. 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 And a lot of people are talking about the stimulus portion, the checks and the, um, you know, the loans, the small business loans, ah, those, those stimulus checks. Yes. Yeah. Which we haven't gotten yet, but um, the extension of employment benefits. There's been different layers to this, but I want to talk about the parts of it that impact retirement because this is a retirement planning show, isn't it? I think. Um, well, we get to that once in a while uh, <laughs> in, in between talking about uh, uh, our favorite records, uh, albums, music, um, you know, politics, what's going on in our lives, uh, holiday, holiday shows, how the holiday Mm -hmm. movie show Mm -hmm. we did Mm -hmm. once in a while we work in something and, but no, every, every week, uh, you offer some very unique perspective, which helps. We need a different perspective because the status quo doesn't work, especially when it comes to financial planning and retirement planning. And a lot of, you hear a lot of the same take, uh, it's just a quick take and then people latch on to it. And that's what sets you apart from other financial advisors. You're independent and you're an independent thinker. You're an idea man. And that helps people because you're able to look at the big picture and say, wait a minute, you know, let's do the math. Let's look at it from this angle. Look at it from all angles. I think that's important, especially with something like the CARES Act, because, uh, you know, you hear a lot of things out there. And of course, people are focused on how much money am I going to get out of it? Not only that, what kind of tricks they can do. And some of the tricks that I'm seeing people do, and I call it tricks because that's what it is. It's a lot of crap. Um, I'm going to call some some BS on really? it. But, um, yeah, but I'll, get, I'll save that one for the end okay. just to keep you awake. Um, 
<laughs> you got to try. If we're not going to talk about, uh, you know, my our album collections, then... ELO. We're not going to talk about electric, electric, electric light orchestra. orchestra. There you go. All right, all right. It's like Pavlovian response with you. <laughs> I just mentioned. <laughs> I can see the drool coming uh-huh, through the microphone. Uh-huh. So let's start with the RMDs, required minimum distributions. We'll be quick on this one. I mean, you could beat a dead horse. You could beat this, you know, down and down, talk about it for hours. I see a lot of discussion on it, but it's really simple. Every year you have to take out a required minimum distribution from your IRA. If you're over 70 and a half. 72 now. Remember that. We did a show on that. Um, So they're just suspending it. You don't have to do it this year. Boom. End of story. So that's great. Um, for people that don't need it, but most people that I have and them that I talk to that are retired, they need the money, they spend it, but, um, you don't have to. So if you have a required minimum distribution, if you already took it, you're out of luck, you gotta take it, you know, <laughs> but if you haven't taken it yet, most people don't take it till later in the year. Um, you're not forced to, and that's also for inherited IRA. So that's kind of cool. Um, so the strategy is, well, maybe you take it anyway and you do something with it, pay the taxes, but. A lot of people will just let it roll, let it let, let it defer. What well, the interesting part about it, Tony, is required minimum distributions is based on what your value was December thirty first of say twenty nineteen. So odds are the value is higher than the value today. Yeah. So yeah. you you know, so you may want to uh, defer it and let it ride, come back. Yeah, because you're gonna have to pay those higher taxes. That's what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Right. You're gonna pay taxes um, and. Maybe you don't want to take money out when the market's tanking. You may want to hold on and let it come back. So the bottom line, what I hear you saying, the bottom line, and then we can move on from that, is that um, if you don't have to have that money right now to live on, let it ride and don't take one out this year. It depends on what it's invested in. If it's invested in stocks, you might consider letting it ride and come back. If it's sitting in cash or a money market or CD or annuity or something like that, maybe take it out anyway. And, um, spend it or convert it to a Roth. Ah, there's an idea. And that's where a lot of people are going with this. A lot of advisors. We'll get to that in the next, uh, or not next. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, it's not too, too much to it. You don't want to overthink this through RMD. If you're in the situation where you took your RMD or you're not sure if you should take it or it's automated, you may have to actually make a phone call and shut down the automation. I see a lot of people forgetting that. Oh yeah. Oh good. I don't, I don't have to take it, but most of the time it's automated. I've automated it for a lot of clients because you don't want to forget that one. No. It's a big penalty. But um, you might have to make a phone call. So my suggestion to those listening that are in that RMD phase, whether through an inherited IRA or they're older than 70 and a half, 72, uh, hold off. Maybe don't take it. It's it's a nice feeling to say, I don't need my RMD. That's a good yeah, spot. Yeah, that would be great, you know? wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. But we've done shows on that. So they're just suspending it. I guess they want people to not um, see. I don't. I don't see the value in it the, from the, from the government's perspective. Um, not forcing people to take money out of an IRA. It's really a very small subset of people that really that benefits financially from it. I don't know why that's in there to be honest, but whatever. It's in the CARES Act, so be aware. The bigger one, Tony is this whole $100,000 uh, withdrawal from IRAs, 401ks that you're allowed Ooh, to do. Have you heard about this yeah. thing? Yeah. I mean, I, just briefly, I heard that 
if I want to take money out, you know, I'm not 59 and a half yet. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. retirement age. So typically I wouldn't be able to touch my 401k without a huge penalty. But this year, if I want to take out, if I have $100,000 in my 401k, I don't. I'm just saying, for example, um, if I had that money in my 401k uh, or, or my IRA, then I could take 100000 out with no penalties. Right. So the, the penalty is an early withdrawal penalty for age 59 and a half. Now, you're not tech, technically 59 and a half, but if we were to measure, there's other measures for how old you are, Tony, and you might be in your 80s. So <laughs> can you perform at least three of these functions? No. Okay. <laughs> I, no, see, I was going mentally. I was going with oh, you know, sure. like yeah. your, your experience yeah. and yeah. wisdom. Somewhere on the spectrum, Tony Shore. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. So, so 59 and a half is the, is the magical age. I don't know why they have a half. Oh, Every time I say it, it annoys me. It annoys me, me too. I don't, even know, I don't even know how to it's write the it. IRS. Like I do a blog on yeah, it. Yeah, it's the government. And they just want to, why would the IRS want to confuse the math even further by using half years? Terrible. I use like when I when I write about this in the blog, I do fifty nine point five. But I don't think it sounds as I mean people don't recognize that. No, not with ages. You don't use decimal points with ages. But to say and a half, that's like you know they're, they're so. What do I do? Fifty nine one slash two. It just looks stupid. Yeah. So they should change that. That that would have made my life better. Yeah. If they just change it to sixty, just change it to sixty. Yeah. You know they should. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so. If you take money out of an IRA or a 401k or some retirement, 403b, something like that, and you're younger than 59 and a half, unless you got some sort of outlying emergency or um, there's some waivers, most people don't have those, um, then you get a penalty. You get a 10% penalty on top of the taxes. This is all taxable, by the way. So you take money out of an IRA or 401k, it's taxable. So what they're doing now is they're eliminating that early withdrawal penalty. So you could be 40, take 100,000 out of your 401k or IRA and not get hit with that 10% penalty. And you, and it goes retroactively to January 1st, 2020. So the idea is you could take it out and freebie, you know, now red flags go up immediately for me because you're taking money out of your future retirement account. The whole point of retirement account is for retirement. Yeah, you should never but, touch that. Right. I mean, that's the advice you've given in the past unless you absolutely have to have it. Right. Right. It's just delayed gratification versus, you know, you know, versus immediate. But um, but a lot of people are in a situation where they may need it, and which is why they did this. Um, also, it's taxable. You still have to pay taxes on a withdrawal from an IRA or 401k, 403b. But they changed the law in the CARES Act and you allowed to spread that tax over three years. So. The question now is: Is this can is this going to be a, a way to be strategic and make a financial move? You know, and I see a lot of advisors. I hear them. I read articles on it. Let's do it. Let's take it and do something else with it. And and they're trying to use this as a means to generate some sort of movement of cash out of a four hundred one k out of an IRA. Let's invest it differently. Let's convert it to a Roth. Let's and all these strategic moves. Oh, I get a a tax-free loan for three years and then I could pay it back. And what can I do with that? In the meantime, I saw an article, let's take my 401k, cash it out and pay off my home loan. Uh, What? I mean, these, I'm 
there's the I'm and, and I'm not saying that these are just off the cuff conversations of advisors. I see full on well known advisors and articles written about this stuff. Hmm. So the question becomes why? Why all of a sudden? Is it just because you get the no more ten percent penalty? The or because you could spread the t- tax over three years. I get that. I get the tax spread over three years. You could there's, do some things, but yeah, there's some advantage. But here's my problem with it, Dan. And uh, tell me if I'm right on this. Uh, I would think that right now, it, my money in my 401k. Let's say I've got a hundred thousand in there. That money uh, is all in the 401k is tied to the stock market. It's all in stocks, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and mm-hmm. pretty much every 401k, that's what's in it is stocks, right? Uh, it's right. tied to the stock market. Well, right now the stock market is down, right? It, the, right down from from in this year, yeah, for sure. yeah, down this year. I mean, obviously we had a week where it went back up a bit, but um, and it could crash again. But pulling money out right now might not be the best idea. Uh, you'd think you'd want to leave it in until it goes back up some more before you made a move like that, right? Right. So, so then to counter that argument. These people or these other guys or advisors, women, whatever, are suggesting that you take it out now. Your tax burden's low because you have it at a loss or it's lower. Okay, so you're paying less in taxes, and some are suggesting then you re- immediately reinvest it at these low rates into a Roth so that the growth is tax free in the future. Ah, right? so I see. Right? I see. So you could do that. That's one I strategy. Get that now doesn't so you're still going to get the growth that's just moved over into a Roth. Right, uh, but a lot of people are saying, well, you can use it to pay off other debts. Again, you're you're right. You're pay- selling at a loss. So you're locking in those losses. But again, it's such a very, very specific instrument uh, in situation. So everyone has to do the math on it. You can't just say, oh, this is a great time to convert it to a Roth. This is a great time to Take out that loan for, uh, take out a hundred thousand and pay off your home loan. I mean, no. What if my you home loan just... is at three percent? I mean, well, then, the, the, well, that's it. So, isn't three percent paying off three percent better than losing twenty percent in the stock market? I would think so. Right. So that's the case people make. But what about the twenty percent gain that comes in the stock market? I mean, it's just there's a lot of games being played. I don't like it. I mean, I'm glad people are at least thinking about it, but. Here's, here's where I want to even take a step back because there's another stipulation in this CARES Act. To do this, to get away with taking out 100000 from your 401k and not paying a 10% penalty if you're, if you're under 59 and a half and spreading the tax over three years, it must be a coronavirus-related distribution, a CRD, another ac- acronym for you. You thought CRD stood for what? What? Creamy, <laughs> yeah, donuts, <laughs> exactly. Uh, something I, I don't know. CRD. I'll think about that. <laughs> um, so what is a CRD? A coronavirus-related distribution. You have to have been diagnosed with COVID nineteen, or your spouse or a dependent had to be diagnosed, or and here's where the grayness comes in. You have to have adverse financial consequences. So you had to be quarantined, furloughed, laid off. Your hours were reduced or you had additional childcare responsibilities as a result of this. So like, can I make the case that I got that, that I'm financially implicated, you know, impacted by the COVID-19? Absolutely. I have people that 
you know, I got kids. How about that? Uh, you I can can't, and you can't meet care, in person. Right? You can't meet in person with your clients or right, with prospects. Right. So you could make that argument. But when I was in, see, my, my oldest son is in seventh grade now, I think seventh or eighth. I don't know. Seventh. And, uh, I remember when I was in seventh grade, maybe it was eighth. I had a class on economic, no law. And I learned the idea of the spirit of the law versus the letter of the yeah. law. And the spirit of this, the letter of the law says, Hey, if you are, if you are somewhat affected by this, you could take a hundred thousand out of your IRA and early withdrawal penalties are waived. But the letter of the law says, man, it's got to really impact you. And I think people are blurring these lines. And I think a lot of advisors are suggesting to blur the lines just because there's an opportunity here. I've heard, I heard someone say the other day, oh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to get my free money. It wouldn't be great if I can get my small business loan, even though I don't need it. I mean, it's out there. I might as well get it. And you know, I want my ice cream. I don't even like ice cream. I'm lactose intolerant, but everyone's giving free ice cream. I'm going to take it. Right. I mean, it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, so I don't like this whole idea of just doing it for the sake of doing it. If it impacts you and which it has a lot of people, that's the whole point of this. And I think a lot of people are taking advantage of that. A a lot of advisors are pushing for people that don't necessarily need it to take advantage of it. Why does a retiree, and and this is, this is a tough one. Um, why does a retiree get a, a stimulus check? Um, they're not working. So their hours weren't cut. They're staying home. Yeah, maybe they're inconvenienced, but why are they getting a check? Well, it's because everyone's getting a check. So is it fair to give other people a check and not the people that don't necessarily need it? And what is need and who determines that? So I get the idea of doing it a blanket, but at the same time, it kind of bothers me what's going on. Yeah, that's a good point. I never see. There you go. That's a perspective I never thought of. Um, If you're retired and you have your retirement income is not affected by the coronavirus, which I wouldn't think anybody's retirement income would be affected by this in any way. Well, it could in be any if way. they were in the stock market. They could be in the stock market, but is that truly a coronavirus? Yeah, but the stock situation? market goes up and down. I, I don't think you That's can, my point. Yeah, I mean, it's right. already going back up and it might go way down again, they say. No one knows, but you're going to have market volatility and we're going to have a bear market at some point anyway. It's just no one knew this was would be why. So, yeah, that's interesting. Right. Right. So, and, and another thing, and so the retirees and I deal with a lot of retirement, but, and so to make the case that I'm going to take out a hundred thousand from my IRA and, and do a Roth conversion. I mean, you're really stretching it at that yeah. point, unless you were affected by it in some way. But even then the whole point is the reason why people are taking the money out is not to do a conversion or do some financial strategy, you know, trick. It's because they need it it's to survive, to, a, or they need to survive. Their business right. is going to go bankrupt, or they're going to go bankrupt, or lose their home if they don't. Right. So if they got to, if I they're have, unemployed and they have to make house payments, if they because of the coronavirus, a lot of people are out of work, then right. they could do that to pay off their house so they don't have to make those payments. And so I can, right. I think that's legit. Right. It is. But then there's the people that, well, you know, why can't I do it? I lost my job, but I also have a b- bunch of money in my emergency fund, which was great. So why can't I take it and then reconstitute it into a Roth to get, 
future tax benefits. And, you know, I get it. So I'm not saying that it's bad to do. I'm not judging people. I'm just saying that a lot of the push from the financial advisor community is to is kind of, you know, trying to take advantage of this and maybe for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I'd rather focus on the people that are furloughed or laid off. What sure. are they going to do? And and they're not really thinking about the tax implications in three years. They're thinking, how do I get through the next month? So, again, though, I, I do want to – this is a retirement-focused show, so I wanted to bring that up. But there is an opportunity. There, there truly is. Uh, another part of this is people that are still working and have a 401K – you can borrow from a 401k. It used to be 50,000 was the max you can borrow. Now you can borrow 100,000 and you can repay it over six years instead of five. So is this a time to borrow from the 401k? We talked about borrowing from 401ks in past shows. And I've helped clients borrow from their 401k not to do some tricky financial move. It's to pay off credit card debt that's at 20%. Yeah. So this might be a time to revisit that. Because you get an extra year to pay it back, and you could take a hundred thousand versus fifty. Now you're really hurting your long-term retirement, you know, because you're you're gonna have to work the rest not, of your life. But yeah, well, you but but you're not investing in the stock market too, like you said. You're selling at the bottom here, yeah. and you're not that money's not working. And you're losing you. the compounded but interest. Then you're losing the compounded interest, but you're also paying off a twenty percent credit card debt, which talk about compounding interest. Yeah, that's true. I totally would. <laughs> so point. this is the time to look at that. So if the conversation switches from let's do a tricky, you know, Roth conversion here to instead, hey, maybe I can re I can consolidate some of my debts now, right. pay off some of these high interest loans and debts and use this early withdrawal to do that and then pay back that withdrawal over three years. Maybe this is a chance for people to reset their debt situation. That's a much more interesting, um, less exciting, less financial, you know, benefit retirement planning benefit conversation, but more life financial life benefit. Those are the conversations conversations that I rather have. But again, it's not as sexy to talk about that, you know, than it is to talk about doing some sort of. Roth recharacterization. Right. right. True. Good point. You know? Good point. Well, uh, before we end the show, is there anything else you want to touch on regarding this? I think I think um, people need to really think about this CARES Act and understand it. Make sure that you're taking advantage of it if it applies to you. And if if it doesn't apply to you, but you still want to talk about it and see Hey, maybe, and I say apply to you, if you're not hurting and you still want to use some of the new changes, I will talk to you about that. I'm just cautioning you to make sure that you're comfortable knowing that at some point you may have to justify this and say, Hey, you know, I did this because I was affected by the virus. You have to be able to, to, to self attest to that and, um, just be cautious is what my, my guidance is, but I am helping clients talk about debt reduction, consolidation, using these new strategies that are available. The 10% rule is gone. RMDs are gone. T take advantage of it. Use it if you can. And um, just don't go overboard. Uh, how about right. that? If you want to talk about that, I'd be happy to talk to you about it. I've had the time. We're doing web meetings. Um, Tony's been Zoom bombing. Do you know what Zoom bombing is, Tony? Have you heard this? <laughs> I've, I've heard about it. 
<laughs> so if you do a Zoom meeting, um, you have to make sure you put a password on it and have a waiting room because if you do a Zoom meeting and someone gets that password, they could just jump in and do stupid stuff in the middle of your uh, awesome. your web meeting. That sounds like something I'd like to <laughs> see, do. Now I've yeah. given, see, now I've given you something to yeah, think about. Yeah, that's something see, for a Friday afternoon something. to work on, isn't it? Everybody, everybody else listening is getting financial tips and things to think about, and you're now going to do Zoom bombing. That's what you walk away from this conversation with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I'll retain. Um, no, I'm kidding. This is, this is great. And that CARES Act, I mean, obviously – uh, there's a lot to it, you know, small business loans and things and uh, $2 trillion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, people are looking for those stimulus checks, but, uh, you know, that's just tax money they'll have to pay back at some point probably. So Well, and 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 I'm not, you know, when we're focused on retirement, it's more about the distributions from loans, from 401k, sure. the IRA withdrawals, yeah. and the 10% rule and RMDs. And so if you have questions on that, I'm more than happy happy to help, but I am helping my business clients with the loans. That's a different conversation. Sure. But again, I'm working, trying to help people through this stuff. It's financially related, so I get excited about that. You know, woe is me. But um, <laughs> the number to call, 888-508-5935, or just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com, set up a, a appointment online. All right. Wow. Thanks, Dan. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.